Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a River Vale recap podcast where one of us wasn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Kiana. And I'm Elaine. And I'm Elaine. <laughs> and today we are recapping season six, episode two, Ghost Stories. Ooh, I feel like I always do that. Ooh, I spooky. Like, oh. Now, but this time, real. it is. It is spooky. Yes. Actually, okay. ghost stories. This episode was like straight up horror, which you've never had on Riverdale before. And I was like, actually, kind of was scary. I was like, mm-hmm. it was good. Oh, I wasn't expecting like start that. to finish. Like everyone's kind of like in their own little horror movie. Yeah, I mean, they uh-huh. said this Rivervale thing basically is them just really getting into horror genre. So, okay, yeah, which I guess it was a strong start. Yeah. It seemed a little more fantastical. Yeah. yeah. Now we're like true like horror like ghost stuff. Like murders. Yeah. Like, like In Riverdale? Like ghost murders. Ghost know? murders though. <laughs> like the ghosts are being murdered or doing the murder ring? Well I mean both. both since so is that's Archie how a ghost? The- no. no, Archie wasn't in this episode at all. Because he's going to be a zombie. Well, is he? <laughs> no, he wasn't in the episode. I, that's kind of But comforting. he's missing. There, yeah, he's on he was a on a milk carton. jug. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. But literally everyone knows he's dead. Well, all the main characters are like, yeah, I was there. I was an accomplice well, in his murder. Everyone Wasn't everyone in the town there? Pretty much. So <laughs> who were they hiding that information from? I don't from? know. The so rest of the world. Yes, yeah, so Oh, I mean, his, so Vale? So Vale, oh, yeah. that doesn't exist. His mom? Maybe. Is she there? No, she wasn't there. She's back in Chicago, probably. Well, she only calls when it's convenient for her, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, he must just be busy. With his business or whatever. <laughs> yeah. His multiple businesses. Being a superhero. Yeah. Or whatever he's doing in this universe. Anyways. But. Two lies and a truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm super ready. <laughs> so remember to guess the truth. Because it's backwards. Of course. All right. Number one, Veronica dies. Ooh. Number two, Dagwood speaks. <laughs> number three, Jughead attacks. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like a Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> Jughead attacks. Oops. <laughs> Um, Veronica dies is my truth, and I'm living it. Hmm. Unfortunately, that is a lie. Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> wow. Well, she's so annoying. Okay, she really is. Like, no. it was a blessing in disguise oh, to have Archie. She's dad. the worst in this episode. No, this episode is like a whole. I can't wait. New I can't. I hate her. level for her. It's like I didn't think she could get worse, but yeah. this is just terrible. I am a Veronica hater, and I love it. Okay. Um, does Dagwood speak? He, he does. does. Okay. What did you First guys? Words. What did you guys mean by Jughead attacks? <laughs> what did you, what he, did you think I would think from that? He protect. He attack. Yeah. <laughs> he defend. Mm-hmm. And he also <laughs> likes a snack. Yes. <laughs> He's our true. little boy. Mm-hmm. For now. No, actually, Tabitha attacks. Okay. Again, what does that mean? You'll find out. We'll find out. I, well, we'll, find out. <laughs> we'll all find out. It's, we're going to go on a journey together. On I don't this know episode either. of yeah. River Tales. <laughs> yes. Keep listening. Yes. All right, so what happens in this episode then? So this episode opens with this big, huge like street brawl between <laughs> the serpents and the ghoulies. Okay. Because they're fighting over... It's like classic Romeo and Juliet, West Side Story. Like these two star-crossed lovers from the different games fell in love and New caused... Their, People who don't matter after oh, that okay. second. Okay, okay. okay. It's all right. It's like their names are dropped, but you don't know who they are. You never will. Sure. But yeah, but it starts this huge like fight. And while like the games are fighting each other, Darla... Dickinson, if you remember her. Yes, the mother of the yes. ghoulies. Yes. She got a haircut, though. It's like a bob. I didn't recognize her. <laughs> I knew she was. You knew universe. I don't forget Darla. Yeah. She <laughs> made some sliding doors decision between universes that was like, you know what, I'm going to get a short bob. Yes. I'm going to love myself. Yeah. Ooh. And so Darla pulls out a gun. And Tony... Typical Darla. Yeah. Tony, you know, she's like... She isn't exactly aiming at Tony yet, but it's kind of going that direction. Is Tony the leader of the serpents? Yeah. Yes. Okay. She's like Serpent Queen. So she pulls out like a switchblade, throws it. Yeah. <laughs> but Darla's son jumps in the way of the knife and Tony kills her son. Oh, okay. And what is this opening supposed to indicate? Well, you know, we thought it was like, oh, this whole episode is going to be about this like 
this game war. Yeah. Yeah, between everybody. And we're just like, oh, this is going to be like a West Side Story episode or something. No, that was literally pretty much it. It's just opening with that. Does Jughead do the Twilight Zone thing? Yes. Yes. He continues that. Okay. He he introduces and has like a little thing to say at the end. Uh Okay, great. But this time, Riverdale, River Vale. Is the town where it's always raining raining or something? Yeah, or like the town. I don't know, something about being rainy. It's raining the whole episode. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because in this one, for real, for real, supernatural. Ghost stories. Ghosts. Multiple ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. But she doesn't like ghosts. And neither do I. Ghosts scare me. Multiple ghosts. And yeah, so there's that fight at the beginning, but then there's like the scene where Tony's talking to one of the other um, social workers. You know, because she's, like, really upset about it and bothered by it because she's, like, a mother now. And she didn't mean to, to kill, kill someone. Darla's yeah. son. Mm-hmm. You know, but she was, like, but I was fighting to kill, you know. And she's, <laughs> like, but I didn't think it would be him. Sure. She, he wasn't her target. But she feels really guilty about it. And so that's something that's definitely, like, weighing on Tony's mind. But that's just kind of, like, left there. And then they, like, move on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Tony, too? Or just, like, the rest of the show? Like, the rest of the episode kind okay. of doesn't focus on it, but it will circle back to it eventually. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> because, we were like, oh, is this important? But it does Because of back. ghostesses? Because yes. of the ghostesses, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there's three separate ghostesses. <laughs> <laughs> and we will tell you all about them. All right, great. Yes. Okay, so do you remember back when they were in high school, Reggie had that car that he loved? I love when you ask me if I remember things, because you know I don't. <laughs> okay, so Reggie used to have this old vintage car that he liked, and he named it Bella, and it was like his baby, whatever. So this guy comes to the used car dealership, and he's like, has the same car, basically. Like, not the exact same car, but like the same make and model, whatever. Sure. And he's trying to sell it, and Reggie's like, I will pay you double what that's worth. Like, this is like my high school car. I have to buy this. What happened to his high school car? Didn't it get trashed or something? Yeah. It exploded, probably. I'm thinking... I can't remember what he said. I think it just, like, stopped working for whatever reason and just... Well, that's anticlimactic. Anyway, so now he has a new Bella. And we also find out that Reggie's dad is sick, like, in the hospital. Like, presumably has cancer, but they don't call it that because it's Riverdale. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. He has a debilitating disease. He has to beat people up for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to get better. And then we'll forget about it in the five episodes. Yes. Yeah, Reggie's going through a hard time, and Veronica, being the supportive girlfriend that she is, calls and is like, how's your dad? And then she says another weird Veronica line of, I don't mean to be a nuge, but... <laughs> She's just out here making up words. Like, I know. is that a real word? Nuge? No, I don't no. think so. I think she just has her own vocabulary that she's like... Everyone will know what this means. Why do people think she's cool, though? Like, that's such, like, a... I don't even know. She talks like a girl no one would be friends with. Is that mean? (laughs) You know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, are these phrases, like, old 50s phrases or something? Should I look up nudes? No, that is not a word. Same as... (laughs) Make it. Make it is not a way to talk about sex. Like, I... Nude or these are take real... a beat to pester Nag, whose socially ambitious daughter not nudges him to seek admission to. Oh wait, hold on, it's Yiddish. Yiddish. Is oh, Veronica Yiddish. Jewish? She's Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well read, I guess. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. knows about it, so she's like, "I'm going to use it." All right. Okay. I'm sorry, take it back. It is a real word. Maybe make it is a real phrase. But anyway, she's trying to check up on him. Whatever. So, he's out fixing his car, and he kind of, like, lies to her about it first and keeps it a secret, and then she finds out that he's, like, at the school working on his car, and he's like, oh, sorry, babe, I lied to you, I just want some alone time fixing my car. Everything's so hard with my dad, yada yada. Typical man. Well, and, like, it's kind of, too, like, he wants to kind of reminisce, like, happier days before, like, his dad's sickness and everything else, and she's like, oh, I totally understand, like, take your time. Uh Uh-huh. But when he's in the car, we see this ghostly figure of, like, an attractive woman in the passenger seat. Uh And he has this little picture of her, and the back of it is signed, like, with a message. Like, I don't know, Reggie, you're the best, I love you, Mm -hmm. something. From this ghost girl? Yes. Okay. And Veronica finds the little ghost girl picture in the car, and she's (laughs) furious. So jealous. And so she... Mm. I was going to say, before that happens, though, being classic Veronica, and she's like, when he's working on it, he's like, yeah, I need some TLC. And she's like, 
Shemapur, I need some TLC too. Oh yeah, oh, you know what she means. Yeah. And Reggie's she's like, invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Reggie's like, oh, I have a great idea. And so they go out to like pops and are like making out in his car. <laughs> when all these bulldogs like drive up next to them, like you know, currently in high school. Yeah, currently mm-hmm. in high school. Okay. Her students and right. are like, you know, kind of like, oh yeah, you know, and like. And Veronica <laughs> is mortified by it. She's like, those are my students. And she's like, we need to go. And so she gets upset about that and keeps calling his car stupid. And he's like, why do you keep talking about my, like, saying that about my car? He's like, my car's not stupid. And he's also, like, that's not what, And he's know. like, okay, we don't need to have any more, like, carscapades. Like, <laughs> we don't need to do that anymore. You know, but he's like, are you... He's like, you're acting like you're jealous of my car. And she's like, no, I'm not jealous of your car. And it's like, she probably feels invisible again because of the car. But this is also like so shoehorned in by the writers to like create a rivalry between Veronica and the car. (laughs) Yeah. Like she wouldn't be overreacting about the car if it wasn't an episode about the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she even calls Hermosa to complain about how she's not jealous. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, again, and just to be away from her. Yes, like, she doesn't exist. And she, she has other friends. Like, yeah, uh, they were never even close. I guess Hermosa saved yeah. her life, but uh-huh. I mean, gosh, golly, I am just. Well, this is Rivervale. Maybe they are close. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Does she also get a haircut? Is she gonna pop on screen? Well, we well, don't know. We'll, we'll We've never, never see seen her. her so. <laughs> But anyway, so Veronica finds the picture, and she goes tromping through the halls of Riverdale High, furious. And she sees, is it the principal? Who was that? Yeah, Principal Weatherby. Principal Weatherby. And he's like, oh, that's Miss Soprano. I think her first name was Isabella. (laughs) Bella. And (laughs) she is a former driver's ed teacher at Riverdale High, who was let go because there were rumors she was having inappropriate relationships with her male students. In a car? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Veronica's like, oh, this was your teacher from high school. Like, you were in a relationship with her. She's like, that's sick, Reggie. Like, she took advantage of you. You shouldn't be, like, fantasizing about her in this car. Weren't they in high school at the same time? Yes. Mm-hmm. What is she talking about, Ben? We don't know. <laughs> okay. This lady's also dressed very, like, retro. Like, like from the 50s? She, yeah. Okay, it's also it's so it could have yeah. been. It could have been yesterday. Yeah. Who knows? You know? yeah. The 50s is the 70s is the 2020s. It, everything yeah, is all, the same. Yeah. It can be any time period. It, it could also be World War One. Yeah. Anyway, so Veronica's chewing out Reggie, and he's like, actually, my dad just died 20 minutes ago. Well... Okay. As Tonal she's... shift. No. Oh, yeah. But not only is she chewing him out, she destroyed the car. Yes. Oh. Because yes. that's the big thing. She, she yes. thought he was having an affair with like a teacher mentally, in, I guess. In the was... past? Yeah. yeah. She was just jealous of nothing. So she destroyed the car, yells at him, and then he's like, My dad actually just died. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, Reggie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you and I'm here for you. As she's standing in front of the car that she just destroyed. And then she also says, it's just the two of us like it should be. And I was like, you want to talk about toxic? She's like. Who on this writing staff who? hates women? <laughs> also, it's like his dad just died. And she's like, it's just the two of us now as it should be. I'm not so even your mad dad shouldn't be in this. <laughs> situation it's like how is that supposed to be comforting at all mm-hmm. it's like i'm glad your dad is dead so now we can have money sex we can make it with hundred dollar <laughs> bills again yeah he even mentions that in this episode when she's getting all weird about the car he's like love continuity no because he's like what he's like okay what if it is a kink of mine he's like you have your weird kinks you want us to have sex on your dirty money on your bed <laughs> yeah. someone had to say it i know mm-hmm. and i was like thank you it. reggie <laughs> So I guess they're not perfect for each other. Or maybe they are. I still think they are. (laughs) Just because they're both terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But then even, like, Veronica made him dinner after that. Like, literally the same day. And she's talking about how she made the funeral plans. But then jumps right into talking about their relationship. And she's like, I know it's been hard for us lately, but like, here's a key to a new car, a new version mm-hmm. of your Bella car. Is this in one yeah. day? Yes. <laughs> yes. And she's like, are we going to be okay? No. And it's like, his dad just died. He's not thinking about your relationship right now. He's got a lot of other things on his mind. Yeah. And you should not be bringing up your relationship right now. And you've right been now. acting like a psycho. Yes. yes. So, just so selfish. It's just all yeah. about her. Yeah. But anyway, in the end, Reggie's in the new car, the third Bella, and he sees the ghost lady there with him. Oh, 
Okay. Sorry, this is, we've been forgetting things, but just going back, because <laughs> when she like is accusing Reggie of all this stuff and his like relationship he had with her and this like, yeah, this toxic relationship and everything, he's like, no, he's like, Miss Soprano was the only good adult I had in my life in high school. He's like, Reggie's? Yeah, Reggie's like, she's the one I told about my dad's abuse. She's the one that was there for me through all this stuff. And he's like, we didn't do anything physical. Like, that wasn't what happened. So she was the driver's ed teacher in high school that Mm -hmm. we just have never heard of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she, like, he sees her in the car, but, like, yeah, there was never anything romantic between them. So that's why Veronica also apologizes, and she's like, oh. Mm -hmm. And she realizes she's wrong on Yes. Several accounts. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that one is like kind of like happy in a way because he has the car back and she's still like there, like her memory still like supports him. Oh, okay. So she's the boring ghost who's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not murdering anyone. So moving on from one couple to the next, the next ghostly story is with Jagatha. Jagatha. Yeah. Who the rest of this fandom calls Jabatha, just to let you guys know. Well, yes. They're wrong. And, and it's sad. <laughs> Well, and it's like Jabatha. It's like we talked about that. It's like it sounds like Stabatha. It's so violent. Yeah, yeah. Jagatha like, has it all. Jagatha. That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Jagatha slam. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like back in you know like their life living together in their apartment, and Tabitha leaves for work, and while she's gone, she asks Jughead to hang up some like wall art. And he's going to work on his writing, mm-hmm. or work on his writing. He still hasn't been able to, like, get out of his writer's block and get back to writing. Yeah, is that his plan? Was he going to do that instead of teaching for a while? That's right? what they're doing right now. So Tabitha is going to work to mm-hmm. make enough money to pay for their apartment while he can focus, so then he can focus on his writing. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a gamble. <laughs> yeah. And so she comes home and... He's still on the couch in the same place he was when she left. Mm-hmm. And she sees the wall art. And she's like, so you didn't have time to hang that up? And he's like, oh, sorry, no. I was trying to think of stuff to write and everything. And she's like, okay. So she's still like in her uniform from work. And she picks up a hammer and is like, okay, I guess I'll hang these up. And so when she goes to like, like hammer a nail into the wall, it like goes through the wall and creates like a huge hole in the wall oh okay and Chuck is like whoa (laughs) he's like I thought the walls in my New York apartment were thin he's like this is like paper thin you know and then they are like do you feel like a draft and so they like peel back the boards and they find this hole of the room in there Oh, okay. And it's filled with all these bottles, with, like, ships in a bottle, like, throughout the whole room. Kind of like a big closet. But it has a window. Are they, like, on display? Yeah, they're, like, like, on display. Like, these ships in bottles. And it's just very mysterious and creepy. And Jack is like, I should bring my typewriter in here and make this, like, a little writing nook. Perfectly normal reaction. And... Tabitha is just kind of freaked out by it and she's like what does this mean you know like what does it mean <laughs> yeah and so then she goes what to their what does it mean what does it mean ah! landlady <laughs> <laughs> and she's like um there is a closet in the original blueprints of the apartment but why didn't you tell us about this she's like you know you have to disclose everything that happened in this apartment before we move in, and she's like, oh, well, I did to your boyfriend. Oh, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Mm. Did he forget, or did he just not, he, purposely he not tell her? He chose not to tell her. Yeah. And hoped she would just hammer mm. that thing in there, or was that well, his plan? Oh, so no. he didn't know about the closet, but he no. knew that a couple named Sam and Diane died by a murder-suicide. Sam and Diane. What is that from? I don't know. Anyway, mm. the wife mm. killed the husband by hitting him with a hammer repeatedly, and then she hung herself. And they don't know why. It was like, she just went crazy one day. It's Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Okay. Anyways. But he was an artist, and he was like a painter. And she wasn't an artist. She. What did she do again? I don't know. I think they said her occupation, too. Is there like a parallel, though, with the two of them? Yes. Yeah. And Jughead starts writing a story about them. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of like a, you know, a fiction that's inspired by real life. 
everything Jack and like, Mary like, like <laughs> yeah. everything he does. <laughs> no creativity. Yeah. Because they've been having little arguments and, like, little tiffs about things like him leaving the milk out or him not putting the cap on the toothpaste and different things. And mm-hmm. she had a nightmare that she did, like, that he was, like, on his typewriter, like, through the, like, through the night and it woke her up. And then she killed him? And she killed with him. With a hammer. And okay. She Did hit you guys buy it? Or were you like, oh, this is obviously a dream? No. For a second, I was, thought it was real because I was like, this is Rivervale. Yeah, I think he had. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was real. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it wouldn't happen yet. Yeah. But, and yeah, so she like wakes up from that and is kind of like, oh, okay. And it's like shaken by it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they keep having all these little arguments. And she talks to Pop about it. Mm-hmm. Pop Tate is back behind the counter at Pop's, which is cute. And she's like, Grandpa, do you believe in ghosts? And he was like, oh, yeah, there was a ghost here at Pops one time. Mm-hmm. And it was someone who was a waitress there and had a deep fryer accident. <laughs> and the, they got the ghost out because there were some kind of like riots there and people like broke all the windows. And so basically Pop Tate told her that like ghosts sometimes can get scared away. Mm-hmm. So Tabitha's like, okay, I don't know if I believe in this, but like... Interesting. I'll, yeah, I'll put it in my back pocket. Kind of yeah. yeah. And Tabitha comes back home and Jughead, because of all the little ships in the bottle and everything, he started making these little ships and bottles and mm-hmm. figuring out how to do it. Mm. And again, Tabitha's kind of annoyed because she's like, so while, so this is what you've been doing? You still haven't been writing? And he's like, oh, this is part of my like process and like getting back into like something creative and like trying to get my head in the right place and everything. And they're all, like, scotch bottles, which is, like, what he used to drink. And so she's getting annoyed by that, too. She's like, did you drink all of these? She's like, where did you get all these bottles? And he's like, no, I picked them up from, like, the alley. And he's like, I'm not drinking again. Mm, a lie. And no, no, he's being so no, truthful. No, he's being true. This whole thing is, like, Jughead being, like, innocent but a little bit lazy and Tabitha getting, like, more annoyed. and more annoyed. Yeah. 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 And then, like, even later after that, she comes home. He finally gets back into his writing through doing all this stuff because it is, like, helping him and it is working. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just wrote, like, a whole novella. And he's like, I'm just, like, on a roll and everything. And she wants to read it. And he's like, oh, sorry, you know, like, I don't want anyone to read my first drafts. He's he like, calls it his vomit draft. Yeah, his vomit <laughs> draft. Because he's like, no, he's like, but once I edit it, he's like, you'll be the first one to read it. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh. And she's like, she is kind of annoyed for a minute, but then she's like, you know, before he tells her he is writing, and she's like, okay, this is good, you know, and she's excited about it. But until? Until the next day, when they're at Pop, she's talking to Betty, and it comes up that he's writing again, and Betty's like, oh, yeah. She's like, is he having you read all of his vomit drafts? She's like, he always wanted me to read those right away and everything. And Tabitha's like, oh yeah, same here, you know. Well, he maybe he doesn't do that anymore because, well, that's my, him and Betty aren't together anymore. Maybe that's a reason why. That was my guess. I was like, maybe that's why he doesn't want anyone to read them anymore. Maybe yeah. Betty was not helpful with that or was Yeah, or it just like made it awkward. Made it awkward, yeah. yeah. But... Tabitha goes home mm-hmm. and she's like reads the draft anyway and there's a part in there where it's kind of like Jughead mixing their relationship with mm. Sam and Diane. He like it's a little too true to life. Yeah. yeah. And there's a line about like oh he's a creative and she could never understand him because she doesn't have an artist's soul. Mm. And so Tabitha is like that's like me and like <laughs> Betty understands you and that's why you don't let me write your st- or read your stuff. That's jealous. So she gets yeah. mad. I've never seen her so like mad as she's been in Rivervale. I feel like her character's the most, like, different. Like, different temperament. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes home also with bottles of scotch that he's gonna dump out and put more ships in. And that's kind of, like, when she snaps. She's like, okay. She's like, so you're using the money that I'm working for to buy scotch that you're gonna dump down the drain to put these ships in a bottle in. For your process. For your process, yeah. for your writing that is not necessarily like reflecting well on her and yeah. their relationship. And she like snaps and she's like throws all the ships in a bottle like on the ground. She like throws, she's like throwing stuff off the shelves and then she grabs his typewriter and he's like, please no, you know? <laughs> and she like throws his typewriter on the ground and destroys it. And he literally says, that was a gift from Betty, not yeah. that. And so she, chucks the thing of yeah. course 
She yeeted Wrong it. words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she grabs the hammer and is like, looks like she's going to attack him with it. Uh-huh. And she looks in the mirror in their apartment and she sees in she's her like, place. Damn, I look good. It's the ghost <laughs> of the woman who oh. did that to her mm. boyfriend. But so also, she's like, damn, kind I look of like good? possessed with it. Because she's had the best pajamas. She's had like five <laughs> different pajama sets in multiple scenes and they're, they're all so cute. fire. Girl knows luxury. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, she got style. Yeah, of course. Go on with the ghost story. <laughs> yeah, and so you see her, she sees her, the reflection of the woman. Does she know what the woman looks like? Or she just sees like... She's, they saw a photo of her. Oh, okay, okay. And she, and it like snaps her out of it immediately. Because she realizes kind of like, yeah, she's like kind of been like possessed by them. Or like the ghosts have been influencing them anyway. Yeah. In their house, not that she's literally possessed, but... And she like drops it and she's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And... She's like, I love you, and we're gonna work through this. And I need, I shouldn't have lost it like I did. And, and then, Jughead <laughs> yeah. says, "Did you say you love me? I love you too." These people who are <laughs> literally living together, yes. and they're both like, "I've wanted to say it for so long, but I couldn't find the right yeah. time." And yeah, we're like, they live yeah. together. Like, I hope you love each other, right? Yeah, it's like you haven't said this before. Either you really just wanted a roommate or I don't know. Yeah. But then they have like a moment, you know, and they're like, okay, we're going to. Also, wrong. That's not the mood though. No, but. That's not the mood. But they're like sitting among a bunch of broken glass. Like Like, Jughead literally like. I've never felt closer to you. Like leans towards (laughs) her, puts his hands on the ground. And I'm like, he's definitely like putting his hands in broken glass as he goes to like kiss her. Even if he didn't, even if she didn't hit him with a hammer, she still like emotionally traumatized him to a point where it's like. (laughs) I don't know you as well as I thought I did. I mean, they've been through weirder stuff. He's been through weirder stuff. But Remember the alien abduction? Okay, but this the is like a new side of Tabitha. I don't mean to like put it... Okay, yeah. I don't mean to like put it all on Tabitha, but like, geez. Like, yeah. yeah. this is like the thing you don't want to find out when you move in with someone. Yes. Yeah. But like, I see what you're saying. Jughead can handle Dark Betty. So like, Dark Tabitha is nothing compared to Dark Betty. So this is just Betty. his kink. Is dangerous women <laughs> with a dark side. So. Yeah. Who might murder him. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. how he knew he loved her. Yeah. yeah. She was about to kill him. Like, it's like, you don't have the serial killer gene, but you've got a dark side. Yeah. Close enough. You can be possessed. Attractive. I'm into that. Yeah. Looking on with a ghost. Yeah. When yeah. he finally breaks up with Tabitha, it's going to be like, I love you, but you don't have the serial killer gene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to go back to Betty. For. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good material for his novella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they made up, though, then, like, the door, like, because the door was left open, the door, like, slams. Oh, yeah. And it was the ghost leaving, you know, because the man and the woman ghost, Sam and Diane, or is it's just the woman? It's just the woman. Because she there. killed him, mm-hmm. and then she just like pissed out. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and she's. You kind of get the sense that she has been doing stuff to ear, like that she may have been the one that like took the cap off the toothpaste, or that like mm-hmm. left stuff out that it may not have been Jughead, you know, because that's, and then. And so because they made up and, like, weren't going to let that get between them, that's why she left. Like, And, it, and like, I think because of like, all the clatter. The, like, the big fight and scene. It's yeah, scary. her smashing everything and, yeah. But, yeah, I think also more just that, like, mm. the power of their love overcame the power of the ghost's hate. All the time. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. And, Are you done? No. I was just going <laughs> to Are you done? <laughs> I have a question. I didn't want to interrupt, but I was like, I have a thought, but go on. Um, what's your question? Well, is the things that happened in the last episode, like, have anything to do with this? Didn't Archie, like, die for everyone's sins or something? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. the maple trees are performing. They are just <laughs> yes. so wet. <laughs> yeah. It's just so much maple syrup. No, it's like they have like, continued it, but, okay. like, but not... But, like, nobody cares about Archie. No one's, like, yeah. talking about it. No. No, they're talking about it, about like, a couple times. the maple trees? Or, like, how but, like, the sins are gone. Is not that what about, not with the sins, but no, then, like the next part we'll get into that. Okay. They do talk about it. Okay. But just a little bit. But barely. But it doesn't like it's not like, oh, this is a direct consequence of Archie. There's dying. no consequences. No. No. Literally Great show. <laughs> literally killing Archie was just to get the maple syrup back. That was it. I think it's yeah. worth it. And yeah. it's working, as yeah. I said. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But. So that pie was even more useless. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, no, it got the maple syrup back. 
Yeah. What, that what was part the point. aren't you understanding about the maple syrup? Like, <laughs> would you not? He had to eat it and be sacrificed with the pie in him. He okay. To, he died for to save the, maple. the maple trees, and yeah. everyone was just like on board with that. Yeah, like because well, they you all needed their stuff. You and your whole small town would come together to murder one of your members in order to get more maple syrup. Would you not? Would we all not do that? Well, I mean, they didn't do it for that reason. They did it because Cheryl could help them with their other problems. That's true. They're Cheryl selfish was, problems. Yeah, they were just selfish. Yeah, like, but, like a baby was, was crying. A baby was crying. <laughs> yeah, they were about to yeah. leave that baby in the woods. And yeah. Frank couldn't get over his past relationship. Yeah, he was sad. <laughs> he was sad about He was sad. It. And there's no exterminators in Riverdale, so Jughead no. and Tabitha would have been... No. And no counselors. No. And Betty wanted to get pregnant with Archie's child, so the only reasonable solution is to kill the father of said child. Yeah. She got what she wanted. Yeah. And everyone gets maple syrup. Yeah, exactly. It's a win-win-win. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. It's actually a really smart decision that no one should talk about because it's over and done with and there's no consequences, as there shouldn't be because they did everything right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm all happy with their choice. I'm just like, why are ghosts suddenly appearing, but it's also Rivervale, so I can't go into it that much. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so... We told you that Dagwood speaks in this episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, we're at Thornhill. Cheryl and Nana Rose are hanging out, and Dagwood <laughs> runs into the room, Uh-oh. and he screams. He's like, Juniper is drowning. She's Or, she's splashing. She's splashing, and she, <laughs> she won't, won't open up the door to yeah, the Yeah, because she was, like, taking the bath. Oh, okay. Wait, this is his big speaking moment? Yes. It sounds like it doesn't even matter. It's, it's dramatic, oh. though. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, oh, he spoke. You know, which is what I was hoping. Well, Elaine and I said that. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've been paying like, attention. Oh. But then Cheryl goes and she, like, tries to unlock the door. And you can tell that, like, someone's drowning her. Like, she's screaming and well, stuff. No, there's a dark figure. Like, this woman with, like, a veil, like, drowning her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And holding her down in the water. She's really creepy. The costume yeah. design was great. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, and going back just a little bit, she's the one who opens the episode. You see her come out of the lake, like yeah. or Sweetwater River, and walk towards the town. Ooh, very. Yeah. Uh, what was that show called? A uh, Bly Manor. Yes. No, it reminded yeah. me like even her like design reminds me of like yeah. What is it? Lady Ghost, of the Lake. Ghosts of Bly Manor. Something like that. Haunting the Bly Manor, whatever. Yeah. And also the woman in black because it's all like oh, black. Yeah. Oh yeah, like wedding the exact dress kind of thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like she's in mourning. Uh huh. Like black lace veil, black dress. A queen. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Like she has no irises. Her mm-hmm. eyes are like white. Yes. And her skin's all like decrepit. Decrepit like, and mm-hmm. wet. And she's like dripping yes. water everywhere. Yes. So she's drowning Juniper. And Cheryl like finally like gets a key and unlocks the door and like pulls open the curtain. And yeah, she's like underwater and she like pulls her out and she has these dark like handprint like bruises mm-hmm. on her arms, but there's no one there. Crazy. Is Juniper like unconscious? No, she's like crying. Okay, uh-huh. sure, sure. And like coughing because she was like drowning. Choking, yeah. Yeah, and choking. Yeah. What a fun thing to put a child actor through. Right? I, know. I was like, this is legit scary, right? It's like, okay, Juniper actress, you get to pretend to drown and die. Dagwood, you get a line today. Great yeah. job. Yeah, you get this to scary run lady who you don't know is an actress is going to drown you. So, yeah. Just Have like fun. be convincing. Uh huh. Hopefully, Juniper's fine. But anyway, hmm. you thought that was like a one off incident? No. What? There is a serpent who died, a serpent child, and they think her mom killed her. So Betty, being with the FBI, uh-huh. comes to Tony, who's a social worker at the school, and she's like, Tony, you're a social worker, you're a serpent, I need you to like help me with this case. Like she's they think not this talking mom to me. Yeah, the mom won't talk, but they think she did it because she like has the handprints and, and she was the only person home. in the house. Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, no, I know that mom. She loves her daughter. She would never, like, drown her in the bathtub. And so the mom tells Tony that she thinks it was La Llorona, the spirit of vengeance, who drowned her daughter. And Tony looks into it, and there's, like, this whole legend of La Llorona and similar ghosts in other cultures. Uh And they're always mothers who come back to kill other children, like scorned moms. So Tony starts to believe it after researching, but Betty is like, I don't think so. Like, she's not believing in this stuff. But And, oh. Like, when Tony's telling her about it, too, she's like, this, like, spirit or ghost is, like, unrelenting. And it's like, she'll even target the unborn. Uh, and, Betty. and at that, Betty's mm-hmm. like, okay, Tony, like, and you can tell she's, like, kind of a little bit unnerved by that. And she's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't think that's real. Bye. So, of course, you know what happens. She comes for Betty. Uh-huh. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> she puts a, a wet hand 
on her belly, on the womb. Ew. And Betty just... <laughs> Does it make like a splat sound like that? <laughs> How pregnant <No>. is Belly? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> belly. Return of Belly. You, you can't tell. She's literally like one week pregnant. Right. Yeah, it's like she's not even showing yet. Yeah. She's probably like... Six weeks or something. But she has a sonogram from Dr. Curdle Jr. Because yes. when she goes to see him and he tells her that she miscarried or had a hysterical pregnancy, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you were never actually pregnant. And she's like, but I have the sonogram. I killed one my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I killed my boyfriend for this. Yeah. Weren't yeah. you there? I don't know. Well, and also Betty wakes up in the middle of the night and there's a wet handprint on her pajamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like... You know, like, she's uh-huh. like, oh, no. And that's why she goes to Dr. Curdle Jr. right away. Same. And he's like, you're not <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> wet handprint. <laughs> First response. Yeah. Yeah, since she calls Tony and she's like, okay, I believe you. And Tony's like, what happened? You know, and Betty's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'll meet you wherever. Is she like, I don't want to believe in ghosts? No. I think she's traumatized by yeah. not being pregnant. So yeah. she's yeah. like, no, ready to talk about it. Oh, so yeah, she, she there really is no baby. Yeah, she, like, killed the baby. Oh, gosh. Tony is like, we gotta get rid of this because La Llorona comes for baby Anthony. And she tries to get him, but she didn't. Yeah, she, like, is, like, choking him or something. Gosh. And, yeah, and he cries and Tony, like, runs into the room and they find him on the floor in, like, a puddle of water. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and that's when Tony's like, okay, like we need to stop this now. And she's like, this isn't going to end. Like, she's going to keep like, traumatizing and killing kids. And like, and she's like, and I have this intuition that she's after baby Anthony, like Anthony, and that's her goal. Because they mapped it out on the map and La Llorona was going in like a straight mm-hmm. line to Tony's house. And so she's like, I feel like she was coming for baby Anthony anyway and was and just like killing people the on the way. Or sure. trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So she gives baby Anthony to the serpents mm-hmm. and she's like, yo, Protect my baby. And then she goes to Cheryl's house because she knows Cheryl's the only one who can, like, talk, talk to, to the ghosts. dead and ghosts. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. supernatural. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's, like, Betty, Cheryl, Nana Rose, and Tony around the seance table. And they have this seance hmm. where they're, like, holding the rope and they're calling for the ghost to appear. And finally the ghost comes and she, like, grips on Nana Rose's shoulders and, like, kind of, um, what's it called? She, like, speaks her. through her. Oh. Yeah. She gives her <laughs> yeah. neck massage. She gives her neck rub, and it's just a nice moment. <laughs> She's like, you flirting. seem very tense. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's it called when you, like, go in someone's body and, like, control Possessed? them? Kind of like she possesses yeah. her a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she tells them her story about how... Back in the day, at Riverdale's first hospital, she would take care of the children, but a lot of the kids died because, like, careless doctors, you know, old school medicine, yada yada. Mm-hmm. But the townspeople were like, our children have died because you're a witch, naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they took her and her children and tied rocks to them and drowned them in Sweetwater River because she was a witch. Supposedly. Right. And now she's like, joke's on you, I'm going to become a witch. Yes. Okay. Well, then she said because of what happened, she became cursed. Yeah. And when she's called upon by someone, she doesn't have a choice. But because she got, like, the curse of, like, La Llorona or whatever, it's, like, passed on to, like, different people. Sure, yeah. And so it's like she doesn't have a choice. She has to, like, fulfill whatever she was summoned to do. So guess who summoned her? It's actually, it's it's continuous. It's something it's that would make sense in this episode. From oh, no. the beginning. Cheryl? No. Think think a mother. A the scorned of the episode. Oh, uh, what's her face with the haircut? Darla. <laughs> Darla. I want him to guess her name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was never going to get there. Last name. What was last name? Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I was like, you should get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only way to remember. Okay. So, so she yeah. called her up? Yeah. Is she magic? No, but she knew about the legend, I guess. Yeah. So you can just curse people, I guess? I guess. All right. (laughs) If you know who to call. Sure, yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and so, yeah, she wants, like, an eye for an eye because Tony killed her son. She wants Tony's son dead. And she's not going to leave until he's dead. That's how the curse works. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Tony goes and tries to get baby Anthony from the serpents because they're, like, protecting him at the White Worm. Because when I want to keep my baby safe, I bring him to a gang in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. There's no trouble there ever, especially not no. during a gang war. No. No. No, no, no. They're not going to show Perfectly up Perfectly safe. Yeah. No. But she goes there, and all the serpents are lying on the ground, like, drowned, basically. Oh. But Fangs, like, coughs up some water, and he's like, 
She she took him. She took him to the river. Of course. So were they aware that Lalorona was after her baby, or they were just yeah. like, okay, but yeah. At that point, they knew. Yeah, but like Darla, when she's talking to Tony, she's like, and she's like, you're a mother. She's like, what a room full of like two hundred men. I think she said stop you from getting to your baby. And she was like, no, Lalorona is like ten times capable of what you are. And that's when Tony's like, oh no, we must check on the baby. <laughs> Yeah, so then they're like, we have to beat them to the river. I'm sure. And her and Betty are running. <laughs> Doing a little job. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they get there right as she, like, reaches the water's edge. So is Lalorona taking her time with baby Anthony? She's just walking with him to the river. Okay. But then Tony is like, please don't kill my baby. I know you're a mother, too, and I know you're innocent. Mm-hmm. And then Lalorona's like, I have to do this. She's like, I don't have a choice. So Tony says... What if I took your place? <gasps> so, in order to save baby Anthony, Tony sacrifices herself, and La Llorona, like, runs into her, and there's this cool little, like, ghosty explosion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tony gets the whole, like, costume and black veil. Oh, yeah. And, like, the creepy white eyes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens to her hair? Same? Same. I think same. Okay. Yeah, but she hands baby Anthony to Betty and is like, take care of him. Wow. And tell him that his mother loved him. <laughs> yes, and she just walks into the water. Yeah. That's, okay, that's wild. Yeah. Right? That, so I think someone's going to die every episode. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure someone is dying every episode. Just a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. That's it's all, all over be, the place. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 each episode has a central theme, at least. Uh-huh. It's, like, not all over the place. Like, this one was ghosts. Next one's going to be, like, uh, vampires or something. Yeah. Witches. Zombies. Zombies. Yeah. The mm-hmm. wolf man. Yeah. The invisible man. Why not a woman? Invisible woman. There you go. Women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aliens. They could this finally have... Been, yes. This would have been the time to pull that shit they out. They can <laughs> finally have their aliens. Like, the real aliens. They put in yeah. all that work. They still have the props for it. Why not? Yeah. They should just do it. Just do it. I actually yeah. would be into that if they did that like next episode. I would like that. Yeah. Have real Mothman. Yeah. Real Gargoyle King. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. He's creepy. He is. Yeah, bring Chick back. <laughs> yeah. That's what we know. nothing why. matters. If you can bring Darla Dickinson back, who no one cares about, right? <laughs> then bring Chick back. Charles bring Chick back. Yeah, sure, why not? I'll see what they're up to in their married life. Yeah. I wonder what they'd be yeah, like in River Vale. Yeah. Maybe they Still won't be like crazy? criminals. Well what, what how would they meet then? Well They met before they We can't get into their history. It's too confusing. <laughs> it's so, yeah. so convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. See then they don't even need to talk about how they met. They just some somehow. Yeah, somehow, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> well finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, how are you guys feeling about this? Like I'm a little frustrated that it's like inconsequential to the story but it is some like fun at least yeah it is fun i mm-hmm. enjoy it okay and it has some consequences like archie didn't just magically come back no it's like everything that happens in this is permanent but only in river vale yeah you know so yeah. it's like i'm a little like uh what's going on it's just like biting time till we get to like the actual story like tbk we still don't know what's going on with tbk i know mm-hmm. i'm not supposed to be thinking about him but who could stop so <laughs> I feel like my main frustration that I already voiced to Kiana, but is that they didn't do this in October. Right? I was I was going to say, these sound like, like perfect Halloween specials. I was mm-hmm. like, this would have been such a good, like, Halloween, yeah, like, month of October specials, and I'm finally getting in the Christmas spirit right now, and then this is confusing me, and I'm like, <laughs> is it Halloween yeah. again? And I'm like, that would be my one complaint, is yeah. why didn't they do this in October? Yeah. Why, didn't they pl- why didn't they plan better? Somebody messed up. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. CW, take note. Mm-hmm. Should we speculate who's going to die next time? <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not our game, though, but we're just going to talk. Um, I think Veronica. Well, mm. she's certainly gunning for it. Maybe I guess I hope Veronica more than I think, but... I'm going to guess Kevin. No. They wouldn't. They couldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. They couldn't. They shan't. <laughs> it would just be like a, a, a wah-wah. Like, you know, like exactly. Tony, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he literally Babe. had like one second of screen time in this whole episode. It's not going to yeah. be like Pop. It's not going to be Kevin, who I guess they're on the same level now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, literally all he said in this episode was he talked to Betty and was like, what are you going to name the baby? 
And she's like, well, if it's a boy, Archie. And he's like, obviously. <laughs> and she's like, if it's a girl, Polly. And he was like, mm, yes, obviously. That makes sense. That was all he said. Wow, creative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I honestly could see Veronica. Yeah. Yeah, I could too. I don't think it's going to be Cheryl. I think she's going to be there to the end. And I Same. feel like and Jughead's going to be... Narrator. He's the narrator. And it, yeah, I think him and Betty still have a story. I think Betty's going to die in the last episode. I can Ooh. see that. Betty and Jughead, same time. No, I think Just Jughead's going to live the whole time. I think Betty... I think it's going to be... Like I said last time, I think this is kind of... I mean, my guess is that it's based around Betty and Archie in their house with the bomb and everything. So I think it's going to start with Archie dying and end with Betty dying. I could see that. And I Betty's guess. like the last like one to wake ends. up in the coma. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, I like that. And she that. sees like a, a zombie yeah. of Archie and he's like, wake up, wake up. And then she wakes up. Yeah. yeah. You should write that show. Called it. You should. No, because I would never get rid of Tony. <laughs> to be the Lala Rona. Who could ever? <laughs> yeah. I know, I'll see. Are we hoping that? She's like... At this point, she just feels like a writer punching bag. Like, no rational character would act like this, so I'm not even mad at her. No, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense why she's become so, like... Irrational and annoying. Yeah. And clingy. And extreme and about everything, yeah. too. And, like... And heartless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Veronica. Poor Veronica. <laughs> Love to hate her. Maybe she'll make a comeback. Jughead made a comeback. Uh, I think she's too far gone at this point. So. It's like she's like the new Kevin. We're just like, I, like I've given up hope on Kevin now. I just think he's never gonna come back to original Kevin. And now, yeah, I don't think he's ever gonna have a story. <laughs> I hope for Kevin. Okay. Well, prediction time. But I'm pretty sure this season's gonna be the last season. Are they doing? Didn't they get approved for season seven, and that was gonna be the last one? Did they? I don't know. I thought they just got approved for season six. Maybe that was it. I'm guessing season six is gonna be the last season. So I don't have a lot of hope for Kevin. So, what, 10, maybe 15 episodes of left of the season after this? I think there will be a season 7. What are they going to do with the season 7? You you could say that from the season (laughs) 1. Like, what are they going to do for season 2? What are they going to do for season 3? No, I feel like like all this Rivervale... I feel like Rivervale is their jumping the shark moment. Or they're and like, had we have, we, we've had an and idea to I, do this yes. like, alternate universe I think thing. This we is like, need to get out there. Yes, yeah. exactly. I feel I like totally, they're like, this yeah. is their last chance. They're like, now we that gotta you say do it, it now. I'm like, I could totally see that. Because I feel like people want to move on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, they're just like running out of steam. Like they already did a time jump. Like how many, how many shows like yeah. go beyond one season with a time mm-hmm. jump? You know? And I feel yeah. like the writers probably are bored with the show at this point. Yeah. And I feel like that's also why they're doing the Rivervale stuff, because they're like, oh, we can just do, like, fun stuff that doesn't have any consequences. Yeah, like, we killed Archie. Yeah! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah. yeah. On a lighter note, since a character picked up a mundane hobby in this episode, <laughs> Jughead with his little ships in the glass jars, which I still want to know how you do, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> let's play a game. Okay. Where we decide what characters would do or like what we would assign characters of Riverdale to do if they had to get a new hobby. Okay. And the title is <laughs> Wow. I was thinking yeah. maybe you guys would help me there. I forgot what we pre I thought it was we who didn't would decide crochet. the title. Who would crochet? Yeah, that's it. Who would cr- just who, who would, would crochet? crochet? Okay, well, we'll start with who would crochet? I think... Frank. I was going to say Frank <laughs> or Sheriff Keller. Yeah. Yes. Someone unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we should start with characters and assign them. A, I was going to say a craft. doesn't have to be a craft, just a hobby. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Archie. Like, he he needs a hobby. He, he does. Boy needs a hobby. Um, golf? Is that a hobby? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Archie will golf. Okay, great. Um, Betty? Like, she'd go, like, bird watching or something. Without a gun. <laughs> Just, like, imagine her watching, like, a bird be like, you can't shoot this, though. <laughs> yeah. You can't resist. It's, like, endurance training for her. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, season one Sweet Betty. Like, maybe she oh. presses flowers. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Because instead of, like, she needs more light Betty stuff, because she does all the yeah. dark Betty stuff now. What like, was your other idea, though? I was going to say, or maybe because she feels bad, too, about, like, caramel and everything, maybe she volunteers at, like, a cat shelter. Oh, that'd be sweet. There, this show needs more cats. There's too many dogs. What happened to Betty's cat? Toffee. Oh, just, yeah. She's still in Virginia, I guess. She left it. She the left that cat. The cat's going to need food. 
I know. Maybe um, ex-boyfriend is taking care of it. No, he got stabbed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you can't take care of a cat while you no. stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's probably in jail or something. I don't know. Did he do something illegal, kind of? He was just a jerk. Well, didn't he, like, I don't know, stalk her and her family? Or did the FBI not care? He was just writing, like, a... He was using Betty's family to, like... For his own personal essay or whatever. Yeah. Okay. For his, like, thesis or whatever. He needs a hobby. Yeah. Watching cats. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, um, so she would do that. What would Jughead do that's not writing? I'd see him as a baker, maybe. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. A little Peter Malark moment. Yes. Like breads, cakes. Mm. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Cookies. Many <gasps> Christmas cookies. Yeah. Cookies, yeah. Pies. I love Baker Jughead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sexy? Veronica needs a hobby. Please, someone oh, give her a hobby. Yes. Shopping. She already does. No, I was like, I feel like she do. She needs to do something really boring. I was thinking nail art. Maybe she's learning a language. Like, you show off a little bit when you do it, too, though. You know, yeah. I feel like that's always her vibe. Like, like something... she's learning a party trick of some sort. Yeah. Juggling. Like, what if she gets into, like, aerial yoga and she goes Ooh, on, like, retreats? Silks. Yes. Silks. Silks. Yeah. And goes, like, around the world on, like, retreats and stuff. Yeah. I love that. I think so. Because then she can be, like, sexy while she does it, too. Yes. Yes, of course. Number one that. priority. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, aerial yoga. Done. What should Kevin do? Oh, God. I want Kevin to play cards with old men. <laughs> oh, yes. In like a escorty way? No, no, no. Just like, like a, a their friend home. Yeah. Like yeah. him and his buds. Or he, I could see him like the people who go to the nursing home and play guitar and stuff. Oh, sing, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Something with old people. Oh, that's so sad for him though. It's like he wants to be on Broadway, but instead he's just performing for old people oh. who can't hear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also a service. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, they're Everyone's getting something out of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tabitha. Ooh, I feel like Tabitha would make cool bracelets. Like, you know those necklaces and bracelets that are, like, 90s inspired, but they're actually cool and, like, a beachy girl kind of way? she sells them on Etsy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see her having a little Etsy shop. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, has collected beads her whole life. And they're, like, very cool and eclectic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she could be an artist, and she would relate to Jughead more. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, like, soul. You're a novelist. I make bracelets. Yeah, <laughs> so much to connect over. Mm-hmm. All right, what about Cheryl? I know she already paints, like those like bushes, like bush sculpting. Oh, totally. Oh, I love that for her. Yes, yeah, I like, told that's Edward so obscure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What it. And it's all of Jason's face. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And that was, who wouldn't crochet? Who would crochet? <laughs> Which none of them we crochet. No one. So nobody. Turns out no one, but we no, have to get to no, the No, 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 Jughead, because he can crochet himself new hats. Hats. Yes. He can crochet and bake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Jughead gets two, because he's special. He's our yeah. special little boy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he is a weirdo. Yeah. Thank you for listening. As always, we're River Vale fans first and Friends second. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.